Hello and welcome back to Coco Sleep, a podcast of original children's bedtime stories and meditations designed to make bedtime a dream. So today we're off to meet the king. Ah, but which king is it? Could we be heading into Sleepy Forest to meet King Leo the lion again? Well, we're off to London, actually, for a rare and very special royal celebration. But before I can tell you, let's give a warm welcome to today's special Cocoa Club members. Hi, Marley, Hayden's younger sister, Scotia, Faith, sisters Delilah and Florence, Sawyer, who's six, and four-year-old Payson. Oh, and a very happy birthday to Aubrey, who will be five in a couple of days. Welcome to you all and thank you so much for joining us in the club. I hope you enjoy all the extra stories you've got waiting for you, especially the ones about our crazy pups who we're about to join again today. Before we begin, a quick message for the grown-ups. If you'd like to support our podcast, enjoy ad-free listening, unlock four bonus stories per month, and much, much more, you can join Coco Club. Subscribe in just two taps via the link in the show notes. But now, here's a quick word from our sponsors. So, we're joining Hector and Sonny on a very special trip to London with their owners, on the day of the coronation of King Charles III. Inevitably, the dogs get swept up in the excitement of the day and wonder if they will be lucky enough to meet the king and perhaps even talk to him. Let's join them and hear how their day turns into the most magical of times. But first, lie back in bed and snuggle down. Close your eyes. And imagine a beautiful big park in the sunshine. All around are the colours red, white and blue. On flags people are waving, on bunting tied onto railings, gates, on picnic blankets even. And on the clothes people are wearing. We're in London. And this is Hector and Sonny Meet the King by Gillian Rogerson. It was very early on a sunny day in May and two dogs were walking through a beautiful park in London with their owners. The dogs were called Hector and Sonny and they were the very best of friends. They hadn't been to London before and were very excited about exploring the city. As the group walked along, Hector said to Sonny, This park is enormous, much bigger than our one back at home. There's so much to see and do here. Sonny nodded. I agree, and this city is much bigger than our town back home. I love having days out with our owners, don't you? I wonder why they've brought us to London, though. Do you think there's something special going on today? Hector looked left and right and said, Hmm, there is definitely something going on. The humans are very happy 
and they're wearing their holiday clothes. Some of them have brought picnic hampers into the park and are sitting on blankets. A dapper-looking dachshund walked towards the dogs. He smiled at them and said, Hello there. You must be here for the coronation celebrations. I am too. My owner is very excited and she was awake even before the sun rose in the sky. Hector and Sunny stopped walking and gave the Dachshund their full attention. They asked what a coronation was. Hector and Sunny's owners stopped to talk to the owner of the Dachshund. The Dachshund explained, There's a man called King Charles III who lives in a palace not far away. Today is a special day for him and he will get to wear a really special crown. His wife will get a crown too. It will happen inside a lovely building called Westminster Abbey. And it'll be shown on lots of huge screens around London and around the world as well. There are some screens in this park, and that's where I'm going now with my owner. We want to find the perfect place where we can watch the coronation. Sunny was a curious dog, and she asked the Dachshund more about King Charles. The Dachshund answered as many questions as he could, but his owner was keen to find somewhere to sit, so he said farewell to Hector and Sonny and added, I hope you get to see the king on a screen somewhere. Hector said to Sonny, I know we've only just heard about the king, but I really hope we get to see him. He grinned. What if we got to meet him too? What if... We got to talk to him. Wouldn't that be amazing? Sunny said it would be utterly amazing. Then she noticed a familiar look in Hector's eyes and said, Hector, are you getting one of your feelings? Will we be going on a magical adventure soon? Hector's look turned thoughtful and he said, I think there is an adventure ahead of us, but I'm not sure if it's a magical one yet, but I do know it will be a special adventure. They continued strolling through the park and noticed more happy people setting up chairs and blankets on the grass. Everyone was in high spirits, and the sound of happy chatter filled the air. Hector and Sonny got to meet many other dogs as they walked on through the park, and they said hello to them. The other dogs were very excited about the coronation, and their tails wagged enthusiastically about the upcoming event. Their joy washed over Hector and Sonny 
and filled them with happiness too. Hector said, Sonny, I think there is magic in the air today, but it's a different kind of magic. One that's made from joy. There's so much of it that I feel I could reach out and catch some of that magic in my paw. He swiped his paw in the air and pretended to catch some magic in it. Sonny chuckled. Hector, you are so funny sometimes. The group walked on and soon reached the exit of the park. They left the park and walked along the busy streets of London. Fluttering flags and colourful bunting adorned lampposts and shop windows. Trees were festooned with red, blue and white ribbons and balloons bobbed on strings tied around their branches. Light laughter and happy chatter came from all directions as people walked along looking for the ideal place to enjoy the festivities. The sun shone down warmly and there wasn't a single cloud in the beautiful blue sky. It was the most perfect of days. The dogs and their owners continued walking along the streets and saw a group of street performers on a corner who were entertaining the crowd with their joyful music. The watching crowd jigged from side to side. Hector and Sonny couldn't resist having a little jig too. They watched the performers for a few minutes and then carried on through the colourful streets. The dog's owners seemed to be heading somewhere in particular and Sonny said, I wonder where we're going? Hector replied, I think our owners are looking for the right place to watch the coronation. I hope they find somewhere soon. I don't want to miss anything. To Hector's relief, their owners brought their dogs to a stop outside a huge majestic building. There were a lot of people gathered in front of it, but there was a special area that was just for dog owners and it had lots of full water bowls on the ground, along with some soft dog beds in case any tired canines needed a rest. Hector and Sonny settled into the area, had a drink of cool water, and then began to chat with the other dogs around them. They soon discovered that the building behind them was Westminster Abbey, the very place where King Charles would receive his crown. Hector and Sonny shared an excited look and their eyes twinkled with joyful anticipation. Hector said, What an amazing time we're having, Sonny. I don't think this day can get any better. The dogs continued to chat with the other dogs and their owners talked with the other owners too. A few minutes later, 
A giant screen near the dog area flickered to life and the crowd got their first view of the interior of Westminster Abbey with its stunning stained glass windows, polished pews and vases overflowing with spectacular flowers. The dogs and their owners watched the screen intently, their eyes wide with wonder as they took in every detail of the amazing building. Hector and Sonny soon realised that nothing was happening inside the abbey and so began to look around them again. They wanted to remember every detail of the historic day. Sonny moved closer to Hector and whispered, Hector, there are some unusual looking dogs over there doing something peculiar. Hector whispered back. What do you mean by unusual looking? And what do you mean by peculiar? Have a look for yourself and tell me what you think, Sonny replied. She told Hector where to look. Hector looked at where Sonny had indicated. He saw two Jack Russell terriers weaving in and out of people's legs. They were sniffing the ground as though searching for something. The dogs were wearing blue coats trimmed with gold braids and had little gold and blue hats on their heads with holes for their ears to flop through. Hector looked back at Sonny and said, They seem to be looking for something. What do you think they've lost? Sonny said she didn't know, but hoped it wasn't anything too important. The dogs in blue jackets came closer, and when they began to sniff the ground near Hector and Sonny, Sonny couldn't stop herself from politely asking, if they were looking for something. The dogs looked left and right and then asked Hector and Sonny to lower their heads. Hector and Sonny did so and in a quiet voice, one of the dogs said, We work for the royal family. I'm Robert and this is my colleague Rita. Something very valuable has gone missing from the king's crown and we're trying to find it. Hector and Sonny's eyes widened and they asked if they could help the royal dogs look for the missing item. Hector said, We once had jobs as private detectives and we found a lot of missing items. Well, It was Sunny here who found them. She's amazing. Sunny smiled shyly and said, Hector is just as good at finding things too. Robert and Rita smiled at Hector and Sunny and said they could do with all the help they could get, especially from experienced detectives like Hector and Sonny. 
Rita asked if Hector and Sonny could go into Westminster Abbey with them so that they could explain more about the missing item. Hector said, We would love to, but we can't leave our owners. They would worry about us. Sonny nodded and added, We have left them before when we've been on magical adventures, but time always becomes frozen when we go on adventures, and our owners aren't aware that we've left them. Robert and Rita were amazed by the mention of magical journeys and said they would like to hear more about them, but it would have to be at another time because they had to find the missing item as soon as possible. Rita said, Could you uh, freeze time now, please? Hector said, We've never been the ones to freeze time before. We've always had help with that, he sighed softly. (sighs) Perhaps uh, we can't be of any use after all. Sonny's face was furrowed in concentration and Hector knew she was having deep thoughts. After a few more moments of deep thinking, Sonny said to Hector, Do you remember earlier saying that there was so much magic in the air you could catch it in your paws? Well, yes, Hector replied. But it wasn't actual magic, just the feeling of magic because everyone was so happy. Sunny smiled gently at her best friend. What if the feeling of magic is all that we need? What if we really believed there was magic in the air and it was something you could catch and hold in your paw? And then... You can make time stop. Why don't you try, Hector? I believe you can do it. I really do. Hector's heart swelled with pride at Sonny's kind words, and he said he would give it a try. His gaze softened, and he imagined that the air around him was full of magic. He raised his paw and pictured catching some of the magic and holding it lightly. He brought his paw to his mouth and said, Please freeze time around us so that we can help these royal dogs. And don't unfreeze it until I ask you to. Thank you, magic air. Blew on the imagined magic in his paw and set it free. Hector and Sonny and the royal dogs waited for something to happen. A few seconds later, time began to slow down and then... It came to a stop. 
Everyone froze and became as still as statues. Everyone except Hector, Sonny, Robert and Rita. The royal dogs shook their little heads in amazement and said they had never met anyone like Hector and Sonny before. The royal dogs turned around and headed towards the abbey with Hector and Sonny right behind them. They made their way into the abbey through a hidden doorway at the back of the building. Once inside, the royal dogs took Hector and Sonny over to a large area and started to tell them about the missing item. Rita said, The king's crown is hundreds of years old and it has lots of precious stones on it, including sapphires. But one of those sapphires has gone missing. The crown is normally kept at the Tower of London, but it was brought here early this morning in preparation for the king's coronation. But when it arrived... One of the sapphires was missing, and we heard some people saying it must have become loose and fallen out on its journey here. The Tower of London has been searched, and so has the vehicle that transported the crown to the Abbey. But no one has found the sapphire yet. We've been asked to look for it in here, and have already had a good look. Perhaps you two might be able to spot something we've missed. Robert described the sapphire and asked Hector and Sonny if they could help them look for it. Hector nodded and said they certainly would, no matter how long it took. The abbey was huge and there were many places to look, but the dogs were determined to help their new friends. Hector set off in one direction and Sonny set off in another. The two dogs walked slowly around the building and searched everywhere. Every nook and cranny, every polished pew and chair and all over the plush red carpets. The royal dogs also searched the abbey again their noses close to the floor. As Sunny walked along one side of the abbey, she became transfixed by the sunlight slanting through the intricate stained glass windows. Rainbows of reflected colours flowed across the ancient floor and over the many vases of flowers that were placed around the abbey. She looked at the beautiful flowers. Some of the blue ones reminded her of the flowers her owner grew in their garden at home. They looked very similar. Apart from that one in the middle, which looked a little different. Sunny frowned and moved closer to it. The centre of the blue flower was twinkling and shimmering in the sunlight but the flowers around it weren't twinkling at all. Why was that? She looked at the flowers some more. 
and noticed something. Her mouth dropped open. Her eyes widened. There was a twinkling blue gem right in the middle of the flower. Its delicate colour matched the soft petals surrounding it, making it almost invisible. Sunny turned around to face the others, waved her paw excitedly and said, I think I've found it. I think I've found the sapphire. The dogs jogged over to her and looked into the centre of the blue flower. The royal dogs broke into big smiles and said it was the sapphire and how clever Sunny was to have spotted it. They didn't know how it got into the flower, but that didn't matter now. All that mattered was that the sapphire had been found. Rita and Robert thanked Sunny and began to dance with joy. Hector and Sunny were so happy that the missing sapphire had been found that they danced with joy too. At that moment, a smartly dressed man walked into the abbey and saw the dancing dogs. He smiled gently at them and walked closer. The dogs didn't notice him for a while because they were too busy having a boogie. But when they did see him, they came to an immediate stop and stared at him. Hector asked the royal dogs who it was. They told him it was the king. The king? Hector said. The king who's getting his crown today? The man spoke. I am the king who is getting my crown today. His gentle smile grew and his eyes twinkled with kindness. You can understand me? Hector asked. Still smiling, the king said, It appears so, though why I can suddenly talk to dogs is a complete mystery to me. I would also like to know why everyone outside appears to become frozen in time. I don't suppose you know the answer to that, do you? I only popped down here to make sure everything was in order before the proceedings began and was quite surprised, to say the least, that everyone had been frozen. But before we continue with our conversation, let me formally introduce myself. He gave his full name. It was a long name. Hector and Sonny gave their names, which were much shorter. The royal dogs didn't need to introduce themselves as they had met the king before, but they didn't miss the chance to finally talk to him. They told him about the missing sapphire and how Sonny had found it. The king smiled at Sonny 
and thanked her warmly. Sonny was overcome with shyness and looked down at the floor as if it was the most fascinating floor she had ever seen. Hector wasn't so shy and told the king how he had used magic to freeze time so that they could help the royal dogs find the sapphire without their owners noticing they were missing. When he saw the king's confused look, he then explained about the magical adventures he'd been on with Sonny. Okay, the king replied slowly, his eyes still full of confusion. Hector frowned and said to the king, I don't understand why you haven't become frozen in time like everyone else. His frown turned into a smile. Perhaps you're a magical king and my magic didn't work on you. The king chuckled and said, Perhaps he was, or maybe he was just meant to meet Hector and Sonny on his coronation day. He said, In any event, why don't we take advantage of this extra time and have a chat? The four dogs were delighted with that suggestion, and followed the king over to a comfy area on the carpet and sat at his side. The royal dogs talked about their jobs and how much they loved helping the king and his family. The king smiled and said his family loved having dogs around, and his mother had been very fond of corgis in particular. He had a couple of Jack Russell Terriers at home, who were very similar to Robert and Rita. Hector and Sonny spoke about their magical adventures, which greatly impressed the others. And then the king spoke about some of his travels around the world and the lovely people he had met. After a while, the king said he had better get along. He still had many things to do. He asked the dogs if he could give them a hug before he left. The dogs said yes immediately, and each one received a very special royal hug from the king. The king then collected the sapphire from the blue flower and said he would make sure it would be fixed firmly back onto his crown. He waved goodbye and left the abbey. The dogs watched him leave and then grinned at each other. What a wonderful surprise that had been for them. Rita and Robert said they had work to do too and thanked Hector and Sonny for helping them. They said goodbye and headed off in the same direction that the king had. Hector and Sonny left Westminster Abbey through the secret door and returned to their owners. Hector used the coronation magic in the air to unfreeze time. People resumed their conversations 
and the city came back to life. Hector and Sonny sat at the side of their owners and smiled at each other. What an amazing day they were having. The day wasn't quite over. The coronation proceedings began and were shown on big screens. Hector and Sonny watched the event and smiled when their new friend, the king, was crowned. They were delighted to see that all the sapphires on the crown were firmly in place. Later on, the crowds gathered outside Buckingham Palace and watched the king and his family wave from the large balcony in the centre of the magnificent building. The king searched the crowd, and when he saw Hector and Sonny, he gave them a big smile and an extra long wave. The two dogs waved back and wagged their tails so enthusiastically that they created a small breeze. As the sun began to set and the day's celebrations drew to a close, the king gave one final wave to the cheering crowd and went back inside the palace. The joyous atmosphere gradually began to settle and people started to head home. Together with their owners, Hector and Sonny began their long journey home and left the twinkling lights of London behind. But before they turned away from the palace, they said, Good night and sweet dreams to the king and his family. Later on, As they settled down in their cosy, warm beds in their homes, Hector and Sonny thought about their very special day. Happiness and joy flowed gently through them, and they knew it was a day they would remember forever.